gotta we gotta continue on with our lives, man, and not live in fear. And like I said, I I put out a tweet. I'm just like, yo, man, the city of Toronto needs prayer. Like honestly, mm-hmm. like we just need it. I like syrups rich and delicious. Well, my syrup is very thick and rich. You like maple syrup on your pancakes? Pancakes, pancakes. 100% Canadian made with no artificial ingredients. This is. What is this called again? <laughs> this is the Maple Syrup Podcast. It's the Maple Syrup Podcast. Thanks for tuning in on this episode. I'm liking this. You know, consistency is key. Make sure to follow us on Maple Syrup Podcast on Instagram, Maple Syrup Show on Twitter, and follow me, R-D-O-T-C-H-U-N-G. Now, such an amazing topic. I, I mean, such an amazing guest we actually have. I don't want to talk too much here. Um, but we we talked about everything. We talked about everything. But he's a singer. He's a songwriter. He's a producer. And he's been having such a crazy 2018 in regards to dropping a lot of singles on Spotify, on Apple Music, where he's now almost averaging 2.2 million streams. Um, that's just in spot. That's just that's just in Spotify alone. So, but here is uh, our sit down with Junior J N Y R of CDM right here on the Maple Syrup Podcast. Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. I am joined by a, a good friend of mine. Yes, I, can, I guess I can consider you a brother now because, yeah. you know, I, I punk on as you. As long as I get my invite, you know. All right. So yeah. my good friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about. We won't, uh, uh, we won't, we won't discuss that. Guy, yeah. do you know how hard it is to no, choose I know, people? I know. Trust me, bro. I know. That's why I told you just show up after. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least come to the yeah. ceremony. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'll then. And then come after, but yeah. it's hard. But anyway, no, it threw me off my my, my <laughs> record, guy. Um, so, like I said, a good friend of mine. Yeah, I actually got the privilege before, and yes, I'm gonna touch on it because I have to kind of give some foundation of where we linked up. For sure. Um, pause. And it was during a time when I guess you were kind of going through an old name. Mm-hmm. I won't state the name. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Sure. I'm not gonna touch it. But. Yeah. Somebody had reached out to me by the name of Tamika, T and Co yeah. Creative. Yeah. She told me, hey, there's this new kid out. Yeah. Oh, he's not really new, but he's kind of new because he's kind of showing himself now this yeah. time. 
and he, you know he's a singer he's a singer he's a songwriter he's a ranger he's a producer yeah um and he's doing a listening party yeah so i said okay cool so what does that have to do with me so she actually hired me yeah. to do the event yeah now it was at chill ice house mm-hmm. on king and bathers king and bathers yeah so for those that don't know, it's like it's, it's like this freezer box place. It's like yeah. one part obviously is like an actual room, and another part is an actual ice room. Yeah, and real dope. It, it was really dope concept, real dope concept. So I got to host it. Mm-hmm. Um, but mind you, I never heard any music from this kid. Yeah. Oh, I know well, I did. No, hey, I did. <laughs> when we came, we came by. Me and Yusuf, we came by and we played you something. No, not even not that. even even before that because before that, I had asked about you. Yeah, yeah, you haven't heard. And anything. I had a friend that said, "Oh yeah, I know the name because you were on a track with um, Tona. Rock, Tona." Yeah. And until we actually had Tona on the show too. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, oh, this guy, but he was probably young by then. Yeah. Come to find out. You've been back and forth, you know, Miami, New York, yeah, yeah. writing, 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 writing for like some mega producers. Yeah, well, try, was yeah, I guess you can so. say that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, you know, the day of the act. So yeah, you you come. We we have our formal invite meeting. Mm-hmm. Cool kid, very quiet though. Yeah, very quiet. Sure. So his his home his homeboy was kind of like this the 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 representative for you. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Played the music yeah. and I was taken aback because one, the melodies were dope, the lyrics were on fire, and like you really produced the song properly. Yeah, you know. So now the day of the actual event, mm-hmm. um, I'm hosting. I'm hosting. Shout out to DJ Andre. Yeah, nine oh five. Yeah, he held it down with me, and the night was night. So yeah. I'm here thinking, okay, this kid's probably okay. Yeah, it's probably gonna be twenty people. 30. I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna lay no, it all, all no, on the no, line right sure, now. No, for sure, man. Be, be open, man. Let's right. Do it. I'm here thinking like, okay, if 30, 40, 50 people are gonna show up. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. This guy. Yeah. Had about almost. I would dare to say because the place only probably holds like four hundred, like probably three hundred, four hundred. Around no, there, or yeah. less, little less. But probably around like two, maybe capacity okay. like two. Let's put it okay. So then maybe I'm embellishing the story just yeah. a little bit. But when I mean this place was packed. No, it was packed. And I'm talking about... On a two, Monday night. On a Monday night, first yeah, and foremost, yeah, yeah. I had to pre-record my radio show. Yeah. <laughs> right? So yeah. that was a that was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Um. On a Monday night, yeah. downtown Toronto, yeah. almost 200 people in yeah. both rooms, people. Yeah. Like, yeah. this was crazy. Yeah. And... And it was wintertime, too. And one room was yes. an, an icebox. But, but it wasn't people, as bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. The weather wasn't as bad. True. But um, just to see the love. Yeah. And then, obviously, it got to the music. Yeah. The music was fire. Yeah, thank you. However, it had to be shelved. What yeah. you say? A Some, couple tracks had to be shelved. Uh, well, well, a couple well, of the... Well, yeah, well, we were pretty much going through a transition stage of, of what I'm doing mm-hmm. at, up to right now. You know what I mean? Right. So it was like... And and that wasn't it was, it was it was a blessing too because that wasn't really too far from or too long ago from right. now you know what I'm saying right. so it all everything happens for a reason but now we're here but now we're here yeah. and I'm excited because yeah. now he has a new brand name brand new name yeah um still waiting for the EP or the album to come out yeah. but he's been dropping singles after singles after singles I I think averaging almost over a hundred thousand for each track 
Oh, am I lying? over over a hundred thousand. The first, the, sorry, the twenty ten. Yeah, the twenty. I'm thinking about a radio interview. That's when the stats. Oh yeah, were yeah, sold. yeah. The twenty, the twenty ten. My twenty ten single right now has uh, one point six million streams <laughs> on Spotify. That's only Spotify. Um, only then, Spotify. Yeah. Then the No Matter Where has I think almost six hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And then the Great Sensation one is cl- pushing like close to three hundred thousand right now. So on at like, and that's only on Spotify. So. Um, so imagine yeah. what it's doing. So collectively, we're at over like 2.2 million collectively. Crazy. 2.3 million. Obviously, it's been getting like grave reviews like across yeah, North America. It's been a blessing. Been on a, you know, on a, on a, on a slew of notable radio stations. Obviously, the one where I work with, G987. Yeah. But of course, the city has been showing him love for, sure. for quite some time. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to the podium, <laughs> Mr. JNYR, also known as Junior. What's going on, guy? Happy to be here, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. That was a long <laughs> intro. It was like five minutes. But it's yeah, uh, just about yeah. But it's 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 in love because yeah, no, you know for what, sure, man. When you really believe in a gift and when you really yeah. believe in true talent, yeah. um, the only thing you could do is really praise it. Yeah, man. You know, I guess so. Do you find <laughs> it? Do you find it to be like a kind of like a humbling? experience right now with what's been going on with you like individually? yeah no i i do um but you know i feel like like i come from a like a christian household and a christian background so and, do i um no and, I know. and i've been yeah. inviting you to church how much yeah no i'm, a, I'm just a, down I'm a, the street but yeah no i'm definitely i'm gonna definitely neither, show up one day that's but, neither here nor there but no i but <laughs> i i'd like to believe that like i was ordained to do this you know what i mean mm-hmm. um like my mom has four kids and every single time we'd go places out in public or whatever um People would always come up to my mom from church or just on the street and they'd be like, you know, Sharon, you know, I know you have four children, but this one is special, Mm -hmm. you know, like I see like financial blessing on his life and Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And I would always hear that from when Mm -hmm. I was a kid. Um, So it's it's humbling, you know, and for what's happening right now and what's going to happen that I know is is in the works, but I don't want to To give too much, much, but it's humbling and it's a blessing. But. I'm I'm not surprised because of what I've always been hearing from when I was a child. You know what mm. I mean? So um, I love so it. Yeah. But you know what? Before we get into the music, yeah, yeah. and just more so, like like this is going to be a true in depth conversation yeah, between do it, me man. and you. But I do have to drop some um, some some spoilers. Not really spoilers. Okay. <laughs> but uh, some bad news. I yeah. mean, me and you are both Raptors fans. Oh yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> We're huge fans. Yeah. Although you still haven't taken me to a game yet. We, we'll do that. We'll get to that. No, you won't. No, no. <laughs> you've, you've had many chances. I, I, God forgives. I don't. No. <laughs> no, but um, we're, we're huge Raptors fans. Yeah, first and definitely. Um, I made sure to pay attention to your Twitter feed yeah. and your Instagram feed and your Snapchat. Yeah. Because this. Okay. When I say tomorrow, what, what, what comes to mind? Uh, for me, um, one of the one of the greatest Raptors of all time, definitely. I have to give him that. Mm-hmm. But a guy who wasn't able to deliver what mm-hmm. we needed him to deliver, and that's okay. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's totally okay. But I feel like yeah, one of the greatest Raptors of all time. But we couldn't get it done with him, so we move on. But the know? fact is, you're a season ticket holder. You should be pissed off now because tickets may be going up even higher now. No, no. I, doesn't doesn't seem like that to me. 
Um, I'm actually not a season ticket holder right now. I was Why? for like a the past couple two te- years. Yeah, for a couple seasons, but now I'm not. Uh, you know, we just decided to give it a break. You know, me and and the other couple guys that I have in with okay. me. Um, yeah. So, but you know, we'll see. We'll probably pick it up back in in the 1920 season. No, you won't. Um, yeah, well, no, what do you, you mean? Won't. I won't. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm gonna ask you this question the same time, the moment. Yeah. Season tickets are available. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna message you. Like, yeah. Did you get your ticket? And you're gonna make yes. Yeah. I'm gonna home opener. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. Yeah, waiting, you're not no. waiting no we'll, one year. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But um, but but no. Back to the Demar thing. Though, I, yeah, I think he was a guy, great Raptor, um, great mm-hmm. Raptors player, one of the greatest of all time in a Raptors uniform. But, I mean, we we couldn't get it done with him, and you know, we move on. You know, so um, so yeah. You're not. You weren't heartbroken. From a like be I said, from, real. no, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, from a, from a loyalty standpoint, I felt like you, if if all indications are true, like I watched his ESPN interview right. yesterday, and um, and I heard what Masai said, I think there was probably a, a disconnect with the information mm-hmm. that was being passed before the two parties. Right. Um, but I feel like you know, even even in that, you know, like things happen, breakups happen, and people move on, you know? Mm-hmm. I think DeMar needs to just let it go and move on. I mean, it was a great run. Um, but I'm not too upset with it because I feel like it was it was a great... I think it was a great move, honestly, personally. What about I, you? How do you I feel? Mean, I mean, I think so, too, because really think about it. It's Kawhi. Yeah. It's Kawhi. Yeah. He's an all-around player. Yeah, definitely. Defense. Like, I think that's what we were lacking mm-hmm. from that standpoint. I think DeMar... Is a great, he's a great offensive assassin. Like he can when he turns when he turns on. When he turns when he turns on. I don't even think I don't even think he's a great offensive player. I think he's a really good offensive player. But I think there's a next tier. James Harden is in that is in that great offensive. Like that's can't do that. What do you mean? You can't equate James Harden to Demar Derozan. But 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 I have to if I'm looking at my team and I have to. uh, But 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 I have if I'm looking at my team and I'm looking at. And I, and I and I want to be great. Mm-hmm. Then I have to compare him to a great player. You know what I mean? They're, they're the same it, age. But Harden couldn't get it done himself this year either. Yeah, but he. But you're talking about great offensive players, though. I'm saying Carden is a great offensive player. Right. Demar Derozan is a really good offensive player. There's there's a different there's a there's a tier level difference here. And James Harden is here, and Demar Derozan is a couple steps behind. You know what I'm saying? And there's other, and there's and yeah, but there's other there's other great offensive players in the league too. Like you have like a like a Steph Curry, different positions, but he's a great offensive player. Um, You have like he's a human cheat code, man. You can't. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. Then then why are we then then why are we settling for Derozan then? You know what I mean? Why are we? Why are we? Why are we heartbroken off the roads? I think from it's, a, yeah. I think it's not necessary. You're right. It's the loyalty aspect that plays keys. But I think there's so much more because he's still what? How old is he now? 20, 20, uh, 28. 20, 28, 29? Yeah. He he hasn't reached his prime yet, dude. I, I personally I, don't think he's. I his don't prime. think he has it either. But we've we've had a long we've had a long run with him and we haven't been able to get it done but the fact that lebron is out of the east I get, should have been the indication okay i i, I maybe this time that's why i'm saying you know what i like i said i i don't i don't fault Messiah at all i would have it wouldn't have mattered to me if he brought the same team back because i feel like we could have we could have challenged boston and mm-hmm. challenged philly so it, it, that would have been fine to me but then somebody said this and it made a lot of sense to me like look if DeMar got traded after the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. After the horrific second round that he had, mm-hmm. would people have been upset? The answer probably would have been no. He His last game, he got ejected. Yeah. The game before that, when we made the comeback in game three, he was sitting on the bench. Game two, I think, 
was hit. Game two, he got blown out. Because he was a no-show. Game two, he got blown out at home when LeBron was hitting every shot. And game one was the closest game that we had, but we lost at the buzzer. And DeMar also had to put back in that game two. He also had to he had to put back in that like Jonas missed I think a couple of them yep. CJ Miles missed one it yep. was like four putbacks and Demar missed one too I'll let you know so, while Junior's talking like yeah. I can see the glisten in his eyes yeah. <laughs> because because yeah. <laughs> there's such a yeah. Heart. yeah because he's so invested and uh, and, there's, yeah, and there's, a, there's a reoccurring financially as well man fight. yeah because yeah, so. for instance if you guys yeah. ever check his Instagram he's yeah. always like listening to music that's one thing about this guy he's always yeah. listening to music yeah but in the right corner yeah. Of his living room, <laughs> this is Toronto Raptors teddy bear. He stays there. I remember this playoff like yeah. as if it was yesterday. Is it a Demar Derozan number two? No, it wasn't. DeMar no, it's the, it's the ninety-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy took the teddy bear <laughs> and chucked it in the garbage. Yeah. One year before that, he had the teddy bear on his couch and yacked it off of the couch. <laughs> it's probably one of the funniest things you ever have to see because there's so much that yeah. you invest. Yeah. Not just financially, emotionally. emotionally. Yeah, my girl doesn't understand it, man. <sighs> if only they knew, right? She's like, "Oh, why do you care?" She's like, "Why do you care about the Raptors?" Like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, first of all, I pay money to to I'm see going these to games. Yeah, I pay money to sell. Like, I'm, I sell these tickets as well as like I've been watching this since before I knew you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was like, actually at one of the yeah. first games at Skydome. Yeah, I, my sister was at. The Chicago Bulls versus yep. the Raptors game. The I one was that, not that the one. one that the uh, Raptors beat them. Yes. That 10, 72 and ten year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I was like, the thing we baby. were the ten, eh? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But, but then it's like even like when I hear that type of emotion, D's calling me right now. Put him on speaker. <laughs> it just put it close to the microphone. Yo. Yo, what you saying? Put it. Yo, put it um, close to the right microphone. Right now I'm uh, at. Uh, G987. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to merge you into a call with every man on the phone. Hold on. No! No, we're, no, 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 We're no, no. recording yo, yo, a pod. Yo, 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 Chippy. Junior's on the phone. Diz! Diz! Hello? This guy is doing a business meeting while yo, we're recording. I'm just, a, I'm just at a podcast right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Yo, we still got Junior here on the show. Like, that's, that's what I mean. This guy is, like, so yeah, busy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I guess things are happening. Hello? You guys are hearing this yeah. first. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was a business call from New York. There was like three guys on the phone. He just merged me into the call. But back to the Raptors now. Oh, so <laughs> That's yeah. how busy this guy is because yeah, you're man. never here. But it, yeah. but in, but it invoked. <laughs> and the voice that you actually heard, if you guys go back to some of our past episodes, these, mine like these, who actually run CDM, yeah. where Junior is a part of the music group. Uh, he's actually one of the, or is the uh, main artist for CDM, right? Yeah. Yeah. This guy's... I can't keep it with you. But even like that enthusiasm that you, you, you give about the Raptors. Yeah. It's the same enthusiasm that you have. One, not just for the love of the music, but for the love of the city. You know oh, hell yeah, man. I love Toronto, man. I love Toronto. I love it. I will uh, be here, God willing, for the rest of my life. Until you move to L.A. or New York. <laughs> I'll always have a ra- <laughs> Not New York. Honestly, um, L.A., LA definitely you I would call, def- you call that a second home. Yeah, I would I would definitely move to LA and I would definitely move to Miami as well too. But mm-hmm. I would o- I always have a residence in Toronto, man. I love this place, man. It's home to me. Like it's Miami's kind of home to me too, but um uh yeah, Toronto will always be in my heart, man, forever. So, I want to kind of bring this up and then like I said, we're going to kind of go right into the brunt of the conversation. Yeah, for sure. Um so everything that's been happening here in the city, 
lately. Um, would, would we consider this a terrorist attack? With uh, Danforth? Yeah. Um, I mean, I just read a report today on the news that they said it, ISIS, I, ISIS tried to take claim for But they've tried to take claim for things in the past that, that, wasn't, that, even that wasn't even theirs. So um, I don't know. But regardless, I feel like I feel like it was. Even if it wasn't ISIS, I feel like it still was kind of homegrown terrorism right. in a sense where it's like, you know. You've targeted uh, a, a set of people. Yeah, a young man wanted to to pick up a gun and go and target, you know, yeah, like a, a set of people in a specific neighborhood. And, right. and, and, and those are kind of questions that we still have to get answered to. Like, why did he want to go there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, out of all the places you could have went into Toronto. Well, why did you want to go there? Like, they, well, they're saying bases is simply because of the fact that he was targeting like the Greek Orthodox Christian. Community. Oh, that's those. Oh, I never even saw this. That's uh, it's speculation. Okay, I, I'm not. I'm not quoting anything. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. finding this. I, this yeah. is what I've been. You've been hearing, yeah. on and okay. hearing, yeah, for sure. Fair I'm enough. not gonna make those claims because you know. Well, well, that, well, that's a, well, that's a question that that needs to be answered. Um, and there's a few other questions that need to be answered. But regardless of if it is ISIS or not, like that to me, well that. That'd be that'd be that's a that's big, but mm. I I still think regardless I still have to look at it as terrorism, homegrown terrorism mm-hmm. for for like I said with a, with a guy who just wanted to pick up a gun and and, and terrorize a, a group of people. So um, and then there's the mental health aspect that right. they're saying and and so on and so forth. But I still think um, yeah, it's 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 unfortunate, man. It's really unfortunate and it's it's scary. You know, that could have been anybody. That was going to be my next. Like, I live downtown, you know. That that could have been me, and, right. You know, going to get some ice cream or at, at Dimitri's, um, and and you know something happened. Yeah. Something has happened. Yeah. And that's what I was going to yeah. ask you. Like, is there a, a stigma of fear that Toronto needs to really? Because I I've always tend to find out mm-hmm. that Toronto we, we're not really fearless. We're, we're not. Yeah. I mean, sorry, we're not fearful. Yeah. Um, and because, we shouldn't be. No, but here's the thing, because yeah. I can even give a proof, because I was actually heading to an audition uh-huh. um, the same time, the same day when you're messaging me. Yeah. And, you know, the incident happened, what, the, it was the Sunday? Uh, yeah, I think it was Sunday or, night. Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday night, yeah. The Sunday Monday, night. I had an audition mm-hmm. in that same area. Mm. And walking around the area, it seemed as if nothing happened at all. Yeah. We literally carried on. The way that we were supposed to, you know, people jumping on buses, people mm-hmm. grabbing food, mm-hmm. people going here, whatever, mm-hmm. appointments, doctors. But as as if there was no stigma of, okay, this shit just happened just up the street from us. Yeah. Should I be fearful or, you know, should I, like. But do, but do, do you, you want to live in fear, though? Like, do you, like, answer, like, answer the question. Do you really want to live in fear? Whose podcast is this guy? <laughs> no, I know it's your show, but <laughs> no, but like, do you want to live in fear? Like, I don't and I, I won't, you know? I, I personally don't. Yeah. Um, and I choose not to because mm-hmm. there's many times where I've, I've, I've addressed it on the radio show. Mm-hmm. I've always and I would always begin the show, yeah, with like you know, like a message and then always end the show with a message. Like, For the, sure. the factor of le- I think love always trumps hate, mm-hmm. no pun intended. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the fact is, I don't think it's a matter of being fearful of what's to come or what's mm-hmm. expected or what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but I think it's a matter of being wise, mm-hmm. like still carrying out your day. Mm-hmm. Not letting this type of things kind of really plague your mind, but at the end of the day, For sure. it's the matter of always still kind of being like cognitive, cog- uh, cognitive of what's around you, what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm not always going to be looking at my back 24 seven. That's parent that that causes for paranoia yeah. in a sense. Um, but I don't think I don't think we need to fear. As we much. don't, man. I, I I don't fear. 
I mean, I like I when it when it happened, the thing on Danforth, mm. the situation on Danforth, like I was like, whoa, that could have been anybody, like literally. Right. But then, it, you know, at the same time, I'm I'm thankful, I'm grateful that I, I wasn't there, that none of my friends or family mm-hmm. were there, and it, it, that doesn't mean I don't care about right. the, the, the people oh, that yeah, it happened definitely. to. You know, it, I, I I feel for them. You know what I mean? I feel for the families and and you know and the victims, but. And we gotta we gotta continue on with our lives, man, and not live in fear. And like I said, I, I put out a tweet. I'm just like, yo, man, the city of Toronto needs prayer. Like honestly, mm-hmm. like we just need to pray for each other, you know, and mm-hmm. and 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 just uplift each other, man, and 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 try to like end all this nonsense. Like I was coming here on the way here, I saw on Twitter like somebody got shot at like Islington, Islington and, yeah, uh, man, yeah, so, was it like Finch around or somewhere around there, yeah, right around that neighborhood. I, I'm assuming um, somewhere on Islington, but. Man, it's it's just crazy, man, and and I, I don't know, I, I don't know what you know what you know what I think will, it won't change. Like I don't think, like there the question is out here is like what will change, um, like the gun violence or, right. or stop it. I don't think nothing can stop it, honestly. Mm-hmm. I and if you want to try and if you want to try to stop it, I think you got to get to the youth, the kids right. first, because like. I'm carrying on long, but no uh, man, yeah. I love but, it. No, but like it's like we're like look where I this grew is, up. This right? is what you call content, my friend. Yeah, like this where what you call content. <laughs> where I grew up, right? Like Victoria Park and Finch, Chester Lee. Like, man, I seen a lot of guns mm-hmm. growing up. Man, I seen like like I said, like I seen Adiz put out a tweet yesterday. Like, it's, it's a real it's real talk. Like there used to be some guys that would come to the neighborhood with like bags duffel of bags of guns, straps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The guns and like and supply the block. You know what I mean? Like this is what was going on. And and and. For right or for wrong, you know what I'm saying? We could leave that debate for mm-hmm. another day. But, you know, like, guns are not hard to get. But um, I'm losing my train of thought here. What was that? What was you it? know, you're kind of going with the, the fact of the gun control oh, aspect. Yeah, yeah, the gun control aspect. Yeah, so we so we got to get to the we got to get to the youth, man. We got to put more, you know, programs in, into these communities mm-hmm. and stuff to, 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 change the, to change the youth and to change their mindset of wanting to use guns or pick up guns and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to change adults. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Definitely. Pe- like you cannot change adults. Like, people are going to continue to use guns. They'll be stuck in their ways. It's going to be stuck in their ways, and it's not going to change, man. So if you if if the government is trying to find ways um, to for this gun control um, stuff, man, you got to get to the kids. You got to get to them young, like in their preteen mm-hmm. stages. You know what I mean? Or even, or even before that. Right. Like, when they're really young, you know, and, and get them to stop playing with cap guns or or things that, or, that or, will th- trigger, yeah, or things no that will trigger, yeah, yeah, man, and 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 um and, and or even or even they can play play with cap guns. Cause I used to play with cap guns, but I'm not walking around shooting right. people. So you got to get to the youth because you gotta now connect. little kids in Chicago are going to be capped up. Yeah, playing with toy you got to get to the kids, and you just gotta you gotta connect with them in a, in a way that will make them you know want to grow up different. You know. So let me ask you this then. This is this yeah. is a this is a great. Segway. Sure, go ahead, man. Um, um, my whole thing is this. D's just asked me to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He told me to give you a call when he's done. Now, now you want to reach out to me, D's? He told you to give him a call? Yeah, saying? yeah. No, no, nothing good. It's all, no, it's all good. Oh, it's okay. all good. <laughs> um, But in this regard... Yeah. Where... <sighs> Like I don't want to. It's like I'm. I, it's kind of like with this next question. Like it's like I'm stepping on eggshells per mm-hmm. se. Yeah. But I don't want to step on eggshells where everybody in this society now. Yeah. Especially the young kids are, mm-hmm. you know, drug laced, drug laced, gun gun laced music. It's terrible, what, man. What made you say you know what? I'm not taking this route. I'm going to be so, doing. Well, I don't know. It's so funny, man. Growing up where I grew up. When I first started making music, I like uh, okay. Look, 
when I was a kid, when I was really young, growing up in the 90s and in my block, I, f- I figured, I realized that I could sing at about five years old. Mm-hmm. Were um, you singing at church? No, I wasn't. Actually, I was actually playing drums at church. I used to play drums at church. Mm. But, um, but Good I, to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I realized I could sing about five years old. But the thing is, when you're, when you're, when you're like at that young age, like you're not really walking. Like I was right. literally walking around singing to like girls and stuff right. like that. But, you know, when you get to like 10, 11, 12, you know, that like impressionable age where, you know, you're trying to make your mark right. and, and find your, your footing in, you know, and what you want to do in your preteens and stuff like that. I wasn't really trying to be walk, like, known for the guy that's walking around singing right. to girls. So I wanted to rap, you know, so I fell in love with rap music and then I started rapping about stuff that I wasn't doing. However, I was seeing it in the neighborhood, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, as I got older, I just started to think like, yo, man, like I got a mom that listens, that's going to be potentially listen to my music i got mm-hmm. sisters i got brothers like i don't want them to be hearing about this nonsense in my music and i'm not even living and i'm not even being true to myself because right. i'm not even really living this lifestyle other guys in the neighborhood are living that lifestyle right. and they'll vouch for me if you know what i'm if saying like if i were to, to get g-checked or you know right. what i mean or whatever <laughs> they'd be like yeah he's doing this way but it's just like i had to be true to myself and i'm like yo i'm not right. even living this lifestyle you know what i'm saying so why am i gonna make music about this so i had to just i had to change the narrative of my music you know and mm-hmm and start writing about things that I was really doing or living. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know, I'm going to start singing. And, but that's yeah. the thing. I'm finding the reoccurring like response anytime I interview an artist or I talk. No, I shouldn't even say interview. When I'm talking with yeah. somebody, there is a lack of identity mm-hmm. that, that like, right, right, like what I'm hearing through your response was you knew what you wanted to do. You yeah. knew what it was. But, I, but there was a point when tr- I didn't, though. Right. So I understand. I so I get it. You know what I mean? I get where right. these guys are coming from and I understand it. Cuz some of them are really living their raps. And if the if you are living your raps, right. then I mean, who am I to tell you not to make that type of music? You know right. what I'm saying? As much as I, I like I'm starting to really get annoyed of hearing it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But who am I to tell you not to make that type of music? So yeah. We addressed it last episode me and my boy AJ Lift, we talked about it. Yeah. Um he was saying the factor the factor is same thing you were saying. The music is not that music type. That music is not going to be stopped. It yeah, can't be it because can't. it's yeah. what they see yeah. and what they identify. Yeah. But it's until the community mm-hmm. really sees that okay, there's really an epidemic and there's a situation yeah. here. Like I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I bumped to it. I bumped to it in the clubs. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll rock to it. However, yeah. if it gets too type, if it gets too harsh, and I'm like, okay, nah. Yeah. Like my my soul kicks in. Is like okay. Yeah. This is this is this doesn't really sit well with you, you know yeah. with you. Um, w- I got I got a quick question for you. Um, I was talking to uh, like a couple of my DJ friends within the city, and mm-hmm. with all this gun violence stuff going on, um, they a few of them said they want to stop playing certain types of music right. from certain local artists because of what's going on in the city. Right. And um and and a couple of them at like a couple of my DJ friends asked me my opinion on like what what do you feel like what do you mm-hmm. think should I should I take this stance should I not take this stance and. And I'm like, you know what? It would kind of be hypocritical of you if you were to stop playing this type of music from artists in the city, but you're playing a future record. You know, right. shout out to future. I love right. future. But if you're playing a future record or you're playing somebody else's record from the states, that's a that's a global artist or, or what have you, and they're rapping about the same type of stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a it's a fine line. It's you a catch twenty two. Yeah, in exactly. A sense. Um, um, is that what you're asking me if I were yeah, to do that? Yeah, yeah. So why are you putting me in the seat right <laughs> what now? Do you, what guy? do you think about that? Why? <laughs> Whose podcast is this? Yo, <laughs> it's gonna be the yeah. junior podcast. Yeah, nah. No, no, I I get where you're coming from, and I 
my response is especially being the guy the local guy mm-hmm. that's been playing local music for yeah. almost two years straight down yeah. commercial radio yes i said it yeah no you have you know all you busters <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um my response to it it's not the fact where i kind of deter or deter myself from that artist that's talking about it mm-hmm. my whole response to it is is there an alternative mm-hmm. that i can captivate so for instance now if i know you're rapping about gun 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 i know not every other song there has to be at least one song <laughs> in your arsenal that's not about guns that's not about violence that's not about Yo, drugs man, not some about of these whatever. guys don't got not you, even they, one. they don't have it yeah so what i'm saying is and when i it's like for instance now when i do approach it because i do like Junior, when I mean some of these artists come to me every single day yeah. in my DMs, in yeah. my in Twitter inbox, in my messages, it gets frustrating because yeah. like it's like to say I don't want to downplay you because yeah. I don't want to be that guy where they're pointing at you and be like, oh, this is the guy that told me, I, you know, my music can't be played on radio. Yeah. Well, for one, my demographic may not identify mm-hmm. with your music. With their music, yeah. So my 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 response to that is is more so in a, in a factor of a question like. How are you marketing your music? Mm-hmm. How are you pushing your music? Mm-hmm. Who are you pushing your music to? to yeah. Will they identify with it? Mm-hmm. And roughly, is it good content for it to be played on daytime? Because I'm not. I'm letting you know now. Yeah, rap music, hip hop, R and B music is the, probably the number. It is the number one profitable music right now. Mm-hmm. But when it does fester, and yes, I'm going to be politically correct when it, it doesn't fester into the Caucasian aspect. Mm-hmm. Where you have a lot of the old age white mm-hmm. people that mm-hmm. are funding this stuff, saying, "Wait, this is what we're funding? Mm-hmm. Oh hell no! Hell no I'm yeah. definitely not supporting this shit." Yeah, and they and they scrap it. Mm-hmm. It's like, for instance, now I'm the guy. I don't have a lot of pull, but mm-hmm. I do my best. Mm-hmm. And it's like now, if I pull it and I don't play it, I'm gonna get the disregard. But mm-hmm. when you're shopping it to the higher ups mm-hmm. at other stations, mm-hmm. and they say, "Nah, well." One, we can't play it. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's no finger. There's no finger pointed at them. Yeah, you know. So I it puts you. it puts me in a rough yeah. predicament. Yeah. So like, for instance, now, and this is where I'm kind of throwing the questions back to you now. Yeah. Where we see, you know, Canadian movements like you know Factor, mm-hmm. Factor Grants, yeah. and uh, you know, obviously we we used to have the Much Fat Grant, but yeah. that's gone now. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but now there's been like this eye pointed at hip-hop and r&b like you know your songs are very vulgar Mm -hmm. or you know the 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 subject matter is not really family oriented for Mm -hmm. regular radio Mm -hmm. um do you tend to find it as a because mind you you don't really write music in that consensus yeah you don't yeah you write music for the lover you write music to get to to move people and to shake people to for it to be memorable yeah you know but um do you find it hard finding the support here in the city with like with these type of barriers? Because now it's not just R and B or hip hop; it's mm-hmm. black music. I, I I don't I don't really find it find it hard or or or, um, or really encounter any barriers. Um, and if I do, I just try to look past it, you know, mm-hmm. and find my way to uh, to move around it. Um, I don't know. I'm a glass half full type of person mm-hmm. all the time for the most part. So um, even if it's even if there is a negative that I'm confronted with, I always just kind of look at it as a positive or right. try to spin it into a positive light. Um, so, yeah, man.
Because, for instance, like, what I'm finding a lot now with a lot of um, artists nowadays, yeah. especially in Toronto, mm-hmm. they're finding their success outside of the city. Yeah. So, you know, you had mentioned, you know, we said at the beginning, you know, you'd always find yourself in Miami working with some amazing producers. Yeah. You find yourself in L.A., you yeah. find yourself in New York networking with a lot of people, especially yeah. with the team that you have. They're doing such a phenomenal job yeah, with yeah. what they're doing. But For sure. Is it, is it weird that you have to kind of seek the validation outside before you come back home and it's like, okay, well, guys, yeah, I've I mean, been here. Yeah, no, yeah, I guess so, a little a little bit, but... um. But there really isn't no music industry for the most part mm-hmm. of where we want to go in Toronto. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not here, right. unfortunately. Like even if you look at the biggest stars that we have coming out of Toronto, like you know the the Drizzies and the Weekend and yep. and, and everybody Daniel else. And, and, um, yeah, they're well. Caesar well, is Caesar's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Caesar's a little bit different. But if, even talking about like the mega stars, mm-hmm. like those guys are their dollars are coming in. As USD, you know what yeah. I mean? Like their their the whole their whole infrastructure is is yes, it's Canadian, but mm-hmm. it's based out of the US. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like their labels are in the US. You know what I'm saying? Like Drake had to go. Yes, granted, he was big here and and, and everything mm-hmm. else, but he literally had to go to the states to get that validation to come back here for for us to accept right. him. Before that, yes, Drake was popping in the city, but Drake would just be walking down Young Street just like a, like regular, a regular guy. Show, like yeah. he was just he was just normal. Like my boy Tristan. Um, booked him when when uh, I think best I ever had was out or no no best one I ever had wasn't out sorry it was the replacement girl replacement with, girl with was songs. out and he booked him to come to uh, to come to do a talent show in Jungle at a school and replacement girl was out with Trey songs that he has other one uh, brand new was was not brand new the other one was the other one What's special no replacement girl after replacement girl he had he had another one it wasn't best I ever had it was um was it brand new. Uh, brand yes was that brand I that was before so. replacement girl one yeah. of those songs well that was a big record though and he had that out and yo he was popping in the city mm-hmm. man and yeah he was just he pulled up in a regular whip and you know he was just a right he was still a regular dude right. you know what i'm saying like so and it, and it was it was only until he went where he went to to america and got that validation and, and really took off right. for for him now to be regarded as i would say the biggest if not the biggest, the biggest music act in the world. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, so stats don't lie. Yeah, the stats don't lie. So there, so there you go. So yeah, man, I, I feel like we, us as Canadian artists, I don't feel like we have we're running to America to to mm-hmm. to to get that validation. But um, there there really is no industry here, unfortunately. So we we kind of have to go and find it. Make if that's what we want. Yeah. But you've been doing good so far because I mean, Thank you. You, we we stated that at the beginning of you know. Uh, of what like I'll look at your Instagram but I'll be like wait the boy don't work <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you've been putting in work yeah I have right uh, yes I'm Jamaican I'm allowed to say that to yeah. him okay get off my back wise um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but if let me phrase it like this yeah hypothetically speaking mm-hmm. if you were to raise a infrastructure for Toronto talent to be successful here mm-hmm. as much as in the States or pretty much just generally around because all the, all the the other hotbed is mm-hmm. Europe. Mm-hmm. People will move to Europe yeah. and blow up to wait. I don't know how. Yeah. Um, if there was one thing that you could implement in this, into the city, hypothetically speaking, like we're not just going to base these opinions as if it's the mm-hmm. Bible. No, no, I understand. Um, 
But if you were to have something, what would one thing be for Junior to really see help push the success of Toronto or, or if not, Canadian artists? I, I don't. That's a hard question, man, because I welcome. don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know how we would do that because we would need the labels to be here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the major labels. I'm not talking about like. Univers- well, we do, though. We got Universal Music Canada. Yeah, we have Warner. We have Warner Brothers Music Canada. We have Sony Music Canada. Yeah, but like that's, but 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 even even their labels, even the Canadian divisions of those major labels, right. it's still being funneled. But like, I don't want to be like I I didn't I didn't come in this game to be like I I, I want to be the biggest act or one of the biggest acts in the world or be or be mm-hmm. world renowned. You know what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. just in the 2000s and and even in the 90s where it's like oh yeah he's 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 a good for a Canadian artist or right. you know what I'm saying? Like oh, I'm yeah. not. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like those Canadian labels, like they're they're really marketing you for the most part from BC to like Halifax. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like like Ford major cities and then that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can go on a Canadian tour, you know, two thousand right. uh, people in the venue and you know what I mean? And sell out and you're and good sell to go out. And you're Yeah, good like for a good, a Yeah, and you go and you go to the States and nobody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nobody knows who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm not trying to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was I was never, I never got in this game to, to, to be that, you know? You did it for the love. Pardon? You did it for the love. I did it for the love, yeah, but I also did it to, if, if, I, if I'm really going to try to push myself, I wanted to push myself on the grandest stage of them all, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and that's, like it or unlike it, that, that stage is in the U.S., you know? Mm. Okay. It's unfortunate. Okay, okay. Let's end the conversation with this. Yeah. And don't worry, like, everything you said is still pretty good. I don't think you're... You're, you're saying anything it's 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 the truth yeah it's the truth that's what you know and i'll have conversations with a lot of my american friends mm-hmm. and be like yo well you guys got the three biggest you know the, the Biebers. you guys got the, the, the where's the, bieber live yeah you're right la where does he <laughs> where, right. where is all where where is all his business coming from for the most part you're right the you're US, right you no no like, you're right you're the, you're right the, i won't the, i won't go. i won't discredit you on that but yeah. like I said, but here's the thing. What yeah. I'm saying is the fact that a lot, a lot of my American friends uh-huh. will message me uh-huh. and be like, "Yo, put me on mm-hmm. up there." Like it, it seems like Toronto's the, the place to be. Yeah. And sometimes I have to really break their heart and be like, "Guys, no, it's not. Yeah. You guys are fine where you guys are." Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I said, you know, other than the fact that the one, the one plus that we have, because I know that in the states they don't have that, that leverage where. Mm-hmm. They have like Factor Canada and Coalition Music and mm-hmm. music incubators that really funnel music yeah. to independent artists to really for sure push themselves. For sure, um, America doesn't have that. They don't. They, they don't. don't. Yeah. Um, so that's where I we I kind of say we have the leverage, like the one up on them. Yeah. But the factor, the factor, no pun intended, <laughs> is we do not have the drive to push success as much as. America or the world does, yeah. Because we, Toronto has always been known as the, you know, the screwface capital, and yeah. we've always been that jealous guy. Mm-hmm. We've always been that jealous. Sorry, let me generalize it. Sorry, women. Yeah, yeah. The, the jealous person for sure. Um, and it and it, it and it it becomes bad. I think there's enough room for everybody mm-hmm. to win. Oh, you definitely. Know? Um, I'm gonna end it off with this question for you. Yeah. What you know now. Hmm. As opposed to what you didn't know then, mm-hmm. what would be one piece of advice, not just even for yourself, uh, but talk to the young junior mm-hmm. first, 
Yeah. But then also talk to to a new artist that's listening right now that really kind of really wants to kind of get their their ish their act together. Uh what I what I know now that I didn't know then would be uh to uh to just invest as much time as I can into my into into my craft mm-hmm. into what I want to do like all my all the hours that I have in the day mm-hmm. um sometimes I feel like I never um like back then not now but like back then I, right. I didn't give it my all you know um and I and I I was being but you know that's life you know I was pulled in in different areas mm-hmm. and different things and I kind of had to you know to attend to those to those things mm-hmm. but um so yeah just put more focus and attention into what I wanted to do I feel right. like I I'd have probably been closer a longer a long time ago you right. know um and now what was it what was the second so part for of the, the one like it's the same question but like to that new artist that's like listening in right now like they they're hearing the numbers that this kid's doing you know you're doing like mm-hmm. 300 200 million yeah. 2.2 million yeah yeah what, what's um, one piece of advice what, for One piece of Well, I'll give you a couple. Um, yes, please you do. Need a, you definitely need a team. You can't do it alone. You definitely need a team. But before that, you need to perfect your craft or almost get it to a point where people would want to invest in you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And help and help. And I don't only mean financially, just like just in, invest their time into you and their mm-hmm. energy into you because you have something that, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? That, that can work, you know? Right. And, and and ask yourself the honest question like can my music compete with with everything else that's right. that's that's out there because I find a lot of artists they can't take criticism and 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 a lot of artists like they when people tell them like okay yeah this is you know maybe you should go back to the drawing board with this and do mm-hmm. this and do that they, they they take it the wrong way it's like no you got to really like like you got a platform right right you got to ask like so if you're an artist you got to ask yourself like yo would 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 R. Chung want to play is this music good enough? Is it right. mixed well enough? Like, right. does it sound sonically good enough right. even to be played on his platform? You know what I mean? But ask yourself those honest questions, you know? Um, and if the answer is no, can this compete with like a Drake record or a mm-hmm. Weekend record or a Jesse Reyes record or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, sound quite like sonically, you right. know what I mean? And if it can't, it, then you got to go back to the drawing board, you know? And, uh, and I don't, yeah. I don't think there's any room for failure. Because even if you fail, yeah. there's still room for you to try again. Exactly. You know, and you are, a, I'm not saying you're, you're a failure because you're yeah, not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like your raptors. Anyway, um, no, your, no, but. <laughs> our raptors. Our raptors. Listen, I, still, I, listen, I still claim OKC, but, oh, but okay. from what I've seen with your progress and kind of like your rebrand, or yeah. not even just your rebrand, just this newness of, yeah. of life. Um, is this something to do that? Oh, Chris Mike's. Don't worry about him. Yeah. Um, this newness of life yeah. with you where I'm seeing a lot of good success coming out of you. Mm-hmm. Yo, all I can say is, man, like I can't wait for the next year and the years after yeah. that, man. Me too, man. I'm I'm excited, man. But you know, we put a lot of hours in, you know, myself, um and the whole team, you know, D's and, and Chip and mm-hmm. and and now Joe. And 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 rock. It's, it's a whole team. Right. It's not. It's not just me. You know. It's it's a whole team. You know. We put a lot of hours in, and you know, we there's trust there, and um, and we all just believe. You know, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I've known, I've known D's now, almost like, I don't know, almost like twenty years. Right. Yeah. So it's like 
we we he knows what triggers me i know what triggers him mm-hmm. like i know what he's i like i could finish his sentences and, mm-hmm. and just like he could probably finish mine hard guy to get along with sometimes to deal with but i love him you know he's a brother to me and i love him and you know um and, and i just want we all want to win you know right and yeah. that's the most important part yo. Yeah, so here's to winning dude yeah for yo sure. thanks for coming through man I, yeah. I appreciate it i mean i we probably went over more time than i allotted but yeah really Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> we definitely did. Okay. That's, that's what happens when good conversation happens. For sure, man. for sure. Man. Um, you know what? For so for this week's hot cake, because on the show we have a hot cake of the week. Okay. We kind of kind of kind of like the song of the week on the show. Yeah. So you know what? I think I'm gonna make great sensation the hot cake of the week. <laughs> Dope. And obviously you can get that song's actually gonna be added in the playlist. So make sure to check out. Oh, it's the, not in the playlist already. It's not yet. Not oh, yet. Wow. Not yet. I'll be every Thursday, dude. Okay, okay. Rel- okay. I play it on the radio station. That's no. what you need that more than the, you need this. Trust no, me. I need everything. <laughs> Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Body for me down. I just wanna take.